What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode two of Is This a Bad Take? So this is the show where we take our, or at least I take my own personal opinions, and I give my own thoughts on them, everything going on in the sports community, and you decide whether it's a good take or a bad take. And if I'm wrong, probably a bad take, but I'm not. So <laughs> it's like today we're joined by Aaron with Brutally Honest Sports. Aaron, say hi to the the three listeners we have as recording this probably. Hey, I'm, I'm saying hi to the six the six eardrums that, that are out there for us tonight, but... uh. <laughs> You no, I'm, math, I'm glad man. to be here. I'll, I'll, you know, we'll record to the end of time, you know, if it were up to me. So I'm, I'm all for it. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. Well, let's get right into it, man. So as a Celtics fan and you as a 76ers fan, I'm not going to rub it in. I won't. I'm not going to be that guy. It's Tatum played lights out. If Embiid or Harden did the same thing, I'd be cool with it. But the one thing I want to get into is more than anything was the, the classic Philly choke job. But more than anything, it was Joel Embiid's garbage comments after the game. So, like, for those who live under a rock, what Joel Embiid said was, you know, me and James can't do it on our own. So I have my initial thoughts, but I don't want to hear yours, too, before I get too into it, because I've got stats and receipts and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that that's not something in my in my mind. And this is all about, you know, a personal take and things like that. Like, a leader does not say you know, myself and someone else need help. Like at the end of the day, he should have stepped to the plate and said, Hey, look, I didn't do enough. You know, we, we shouldn't be going home uh, in a a game seven scenario. If I, if I did enough, like ultimately, I mean, the guy has what 15 points in 38 minutes, like, and then he's going to sit there and say, you know, James and I, you know, need help. When James Harden didn't even score more than nine, like, I don't come think he on, scored. Man. He he scored zero points in thirty-eight minutes. I think he was scoreless through like the first three quarters of the game. And and I'm sure you know. I mean, most. I'm not going to say most. There's a few cities out there that will back the players, you know, until they do something wrong, and then absolutely hate them. And, look at and, look at Memphis with Boston, Dylan Brooks and Jaw right now, but that's a different conversation right, for another right, day. Right. <laughs> right, but like these two cities in particular are, are those type of crowds where mm-hmm. like, if, if like, look at Kyrie, I mean, he's hated in the city of Boston forever. Kyrie's hated in a lot of places. That's fair. He's hated in Brooklyn too. Cause he, it, <laughs> with, how are you going to make anti-Semitic comments in a city with one of the highest uh, Jewish people, you know, per capita. Yeah, like oh, Bro- we could, we could do probably 10 shows. On oh my God. It, but- Brooklyn is such a heavy, it, that's a, dumb it's dumb <laughs> it's so dumb <laughs> right but like yeah my, my point being like um you know that's that's the most like passive ag- passive aggressive comment because it's, look man like you i'm not gonna say he's the reason they didn't advance but i mean they, they almost lost by 40 really if you look at it you know mm-hmm. they, it was that type of game it was a blowout long story short and he did he didn't do enough and then for him to say james and i you know, we need help, this and that. Tobias Harris scored more points than you. I mean, let's just call mm-hmm. it how it is. Like, it's called at spade the end of spade. the day, dude, at the end of the day, like, the Celtics showed up when the Celtics needed to show up. I, I thought once Philly choked away game six, it was over. Like, I just – I did not feel great going back to, to, to TD Garden. 
Um, and, and as you mentioned, like mm-hmm. how many times has a Philadelphia team just an absolute and, – and even in the last couple of years now, the Phillies go to the World Series, they lose. No one cares about the Union, I don't think, but the Union losing there. You beat my Braves, I'll tell you that much. I was at one of those games. <laughs> right, but, I mean, look, man, like it's – it was the worst thing he could have said. He I, That's what I was saying. Like the city of Philly really loved this guy. Like, I mean, they Embiid was like at – on the route, uh, I'm sorry, on the Mount Rushmore of like current athletes mm-hmm. in that city, maybe even top two. And now, like, I mean, Twitter is is a you know a pretty menacing place. Oh, they're dragging him. But they, I mean, if he if he doesn't come back next year, I don't even think they'd be that upset. I I know it's it's you know raw and everything you know just happened, but he he doesn't. There's no way he could all honestly look worse in this situation. And then and then obviously you guys have have Tatum who just stepped up in the clutch and I mean he could not miss yesterday. It so. was an NBA record game seven. I think he put up 51 points. He had a double double. I think he put up 51 points, like 11 or 12 rebounds or something. 13, yeah, 13 yeah. rebounds. He had like four right. assists. Like, dude, some of the shots he took. I'm like, all right, look, yeah, I'll give it to that. And like our so friend of the show Jim over there, uh, fan of the van, made a comment about how some dude looked at the overall record of the ref with you know Celtics games it's like well he's 30 and 2 when he ref Celtics games and the Celtics winning I'll give you that if that's like four points away like I'll play into some favorable calls if it's like a four point loss they lost by like 35 right no they they, they did it to themselves they, they have all. no excuse they would it, you give the Sixers their own quarter where the Celtics don't put up points and they still may not win this game. Like you lost by a whole <laughs> quarter's worth of points. Like that's a problem. No, but they like, they only scored ten points in the in the third Jesus. quarter. I mean, it was a it was a tale of two halves at, at mm-hmm. halftime. I mean, I didn't honestly, I didn't get to see this game in its totality. I saw bits and pieces. I, I watched the damn. whole thing. But hey, man, like the I just well, I was keeping up with it, and then the first half, I was like, all right, this you know this is really anybody's game at this point. Second half was a, a totally different ball. I mean, that third quarter set the tone for the rest. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew it was over, and, and I don't know, man. Like, we can talk a lot about this game, but like, there's gonna, in my opinion, there are gonna be serious changes this time because for sure, it's you know, what's insanity doing the same thing, expecting a different result. It's been the same core. Obviously, they added Harden, but like, you know, he didn't even really. You added an old James Harden, though. That's the thing. Like, it, right. it's not yeah, he's Houston not Rockets even... James Harden. And I mean, like, I, I whenever I saw it, I can hear like I, all I hear is Doc Rivers like, "It's not Ben's fault. It's not Ben's fault. It's not his fault at all. <laughs> it's not James's fault. It's not Joel's fault. They played hard." Like, it's it, that's he's... the worst impression ever. But I, Doc's gone, and I here's where I'll give oh, Joel well, credit. I think it was a decent impression, but I think you would do. I think you'd do an even better job than Doc. I mean, Doc Rivers is just—he ain't I, it, man. Like he's not it. He's not. And the fact that he's still been coaching is wild. But like, and this—that's my former coach. We traded him to Brooklyn, I think. Traded <laughs> the trade, coach. Traded yeah. the coach. But like, here's my thing. I'll give if you look at the stats, just by team leaders, Joel and James are leading in all categories. Embiid is leading in points, rebounds, and blocks. No shit, you're like seven foot five. <laughs> I would hope you're leading in blocks. Harden's leading in assists and steals per game. But what they don't talk about is when you look at the rest of the points. Tyrese Maxey, who is a absolute dog, uh, is averaging was averaging can't say is anymore twenty or twenty one point. And I'm rounding up if it's point five, I'm rounding up twenty one points a game. Uh. Five rebounds, two assists, one steal, and one turnover, which is 
less than Embiid, less than Harden. And like you said with Tobias Harris, too, Tobias Harris was averaging 15 points a game, uh, seven rebounds, two assists, and a steal. And then we'll give one block in there, two and one turnover. So, like, you have all these guys, like, you have your other two players. Are they your centerpieces? No, absolutely not. But, like, they're still contributing. Like, Maxi outscored Harden, and Tobias Harris, didn't, he's not a scrub either. Like, he's, you know, he's a, he's mid at this point. He's a bridge player. But, like, he's not a bad player. He's mid, but he's getting paid like he's a, a Exactly. Like, well, so is James that's, Harden. That's the problem, but, yeah. The whole thing, like, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous to think that the only two people on the team are Joel Embiid and James Harden. And if I'm Tyrese Maxey, I'm out. Like, I, I mean, want to trade. I'm done. Give look me at it here. this way, man. Like, I- I'm not – even, like, looking at this roster on paper, though, and looking at Boston and- – and I know the game's not played on paper, but mm-hmm. even, even you, when they Lawrence. got Harden, I was like, everybody's going ape shit. Like, oh, my God, you know, this team's destined for the finals. Like, there there are holes. Like, if, if Harden – I'm sorry if if Embiid starts struggling offensively, which obviously mm-hmm. he did in this game, happens. Like it's I, I don't Maxi and Harden are not going to carry you most nights. I mean Maxi can have those 35, 40 point nights, but like is James Harden dropping thirty five? I mean it, it's it, not on a consistent basis. Nor do I feel comfortable like with that happening. And then Tobias is like you said, he's like he's okay. He's not. And he's, no one he's fears Tobias Harris in this league. Like, there's not one soul that's like, oh, God, look out for that guy. So, no, yeah, no opposing team's power forward looks at the schedule for that week and looks and goes, oh, shit, Tobias Harris. <laughs> <laughs> no one does exactly. that. And like, between and just between Marcus Smart, Tatum, and Jalen Brown, those guys are just any any of those guys or one of them. It doesn't not matter. Well, like, don't I have the elite more shooter, Al Horford. What's that? Don't forget elite shooter Al Horford. <laughs> oh, I mean, just a, an absolute sharpshooter, uh, Ray Allen 2.0. But oh my god, uh, <laughs> he wear his age is his number on the back of his jersey. I think he's old. <laughs> he's so old, but he's good. That's the thing with Boston, Boston, and like that's part of the reason why Philly failed, or not Philly, um, why Phoenix failed. Phoenix traded away all their depth, and like you and I were talking about, Chris Paul's fucking cursed. Chris Paul will never win a ring. And I'm not trying to get into conspiracy theories. I'm just look at history. He's fucking cursed. It does not not matter. Like, no, if all the stars aligned and they got to the finals, I guarantee they wouldn't win. Like, it would just be, it's always something. It's an injury or it's like, he comes up small and this, like, and I, and I'm not even trying to like shit on him. It's just like, when I I say Chris Paul, what's that? I like Chris Paul. I respect him. I respect yeah, the game. I, I have nothing against him, but it's like, look, man, like it's always something. When it's always something, I'm like, dude, you're not, he's not going to get one. I, well, just- that's the same thing with Embiid. That was why everybody's beef with Embiid was right at the gate was like, or especially for MVP. And now there's a lot of people like, oh, I should have voted for Jokic. I should have voted for Jokic. It's <laughs> like, well, I get that. But it's also like, you know, Embiid is, we just, I just finished recording an episode, Jalen, and I talked about how Joker's like the the kid at the park who doesn't look like he could play and then absolutely dominates. He's the kid who shows up in like the Steph Curry jersey, and you're like, who is it? who who's this guy? And then he drops 40 on you, and you're like, who is this kid? Like that's that's who Jokic is. Like Jokic is the he doesn't look like he belongs in the league, but the numbers prove he does. And he's goofy oh, yeah. and he looks like he's just he he looks like Michael Sarah in an action movie. Like it just doesn't work out. But for some reason, he's like, he's just that good. And I'm not, oh, I'm he's... not taking anything away from Joker or Joker, but like Embiid had a better year and he had a better year while he was playing hurt. 
and he gets hurt again, like you said with Chris Paul. Like it's always something every year. He only played nine games in the playoffs. Everyone else played eleven. He only played nine games as your starting center and your MVP. That's a problem. So I mean, that's 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 where I'm at. I mean, that's I just I don't know. I, the the comments had me furious. If I'm any other player on that team, and I'm like, dude, who who are you? Who do you who the fuck do you think you are? Like, great, you know, you're one of the best players of the team. Cool. I guarantee you I'll be able to play in every game this season and you won't. Look at it this way. I mean, even on like Kobe Bryant wouldn't even come out and say no. and rest in peace the, the great Kobe Bryant, but like he would never come out and say, Oh, um, you know, me and Pal need more like people to step up. He'd be like, Look, we didn't get it done. And it's it's simple as that, and it sucks, and I and I hate this and and we want to get back there next year and hopefully yeah. the results different. Like just to, to, to basically call out all your teammates other than James Harden, which James Harden's probably wide out or right out the door anyway. Mm-hmm. Like that's building absolute that that's destroying chemistry. Like I wouldn't blame anybody for being like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Like yeah. I've had enough, like whatever he didn't, he didn't show if he showed up and put 55, maybe it's okay for him to say that. Even then I really don't like it, but he showed up like a mini me, you know what I yeah. mean? Like he was not there. So all yeah, of the, he, he looks horrible, man. Yeah. He, he's getting crucified and it's well-deserved. Like hundred percent. I mean, like, and like you said, like, look at Kobe, look at Duncan, look at Aldridge, look at Dame. Some of these guys, Dame has every right to complain and he's never done it. The only thing he said is like, Hey, I'm not trying to rebuild. He never said, you know, I, you know, all these other guys, are the reason we're losing the team loses. Look at Jimmy <laughs> right. Butler, look at, you know, all Look at Giannis. Look at all these guys. Look at all of the faces of the league. Not a single one of them. Love or hate LeBron. I don't care. He wouldn't say that. Jordan wouldn't say that. None of the greats would ever say that. Chuck, Olajuwon, Will, Bill Russell, Bird. None of them. Well, Bird would say it in the locker room, but he'd never say it in public. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of these guys, like, I mean, I'm sure Kobe's had his, like, all these guys, like, the are absolute team leaders, right? Like, yeah. your Kobe's, your... LeBron, all, all those guys that are like obviously the best player on their team are thinking, man, well, if this guy just gave me half of, of what he could do, mm-hmm. then, you know, we win this game. But yeah. like to, to, to outwardly spew that into the media, that is like, that's ex- ex- as toxic as it can be. Yeah. It, it, it makes them look soft. It's very it's toxic Rogers. for the team. Like it's, it's just garbage. It's Bush league. It's, it's very Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it is. Yeah. This <laughs> is. For those who don't know, this is not an Aaron Rodgers friendly show. Uh, me and pretty much any guest I ever bring on the show hates the dude. I just it. If you haven't listened to the first episode, I absolutely tear into him and why for some reason the the Jets are the most they're the they are this year's Dallas Cowboys. With the Cowboys still a part of this list, where everybody's so overhyped, they've made zero changes besides bringing in a almost forty year old quarterback. Uh, you have your star running back coming off of a torn ligament injury. I can't remember if it was ACL or Achilles. It was one of the two. Yeah, AC- ACL. Right. Yeah, he tore his ACL, which I had Brees on my fantasy team. And like, I like Brees Hall. You've got uh, Garrett Wilson, uh, and you've got you know the great defense. But for a guy who complained about having no weapons in Green Bay, why the fuck did you ask the Jets to sign all of your not weapons? This is where <laughs> the highway, man. Like, it, Oh, dude, I know. It didn't make any sense. These guys are gonna have his back, so he can like pow powwow with them. Jets so are eight he, nine. Oh, I don't know about uh, they're eight nine. My, my prediction is like I think they they find a way to go like ten and seven, right? Eight or, nine. I'm calling but, it right now. 
They're not. They're not. I don't even think they get to the AFC Championship. No, they're the third best team in their division. They don't make the playoffs. That's a fire hot. T- I love it. I love the take. Because I don't you, know if I can go there. You've but... got the Bills and the Dolphins ahead of them. The Dolphins made it the playoffs last year without a quarterback. Now they've added more pieces on defense, and if Tua stays healthy, they're the second best team in the AFC East by far. It's not even a close margin. Like, and then you look at all the other AFC teams. You look at the Jaguars who are coming in hot team hasn't we lost nobody really in the offseason out and anybody we lost we've re-signed somebody or draft somebody to replace them we get calvin ridley back who the last time he had a full season he went for 1400 yards on a broken foot like yeah he's a monster yeah dude's back trevor's back everything's gonna be fine he's back and then you've got all the teams in the afc north and the afc west the jets are not making the play it just doesn't make any sense they're not going to I see. I think I think they have a chance to be better than the Dolphins. I'll say I I don't I don't it's know. It's a if they slim will. chance. And and I hey man, like I don't have full after watching the Bills in the playoffs against Miami and against um mm-hmm. against Cincinnati. Like I don't have that much confidence in the Bills anymore. I don't like I I just it all de- changed after team. Josh got his elbow injury. I know, but here's here's what I noticed, and, and I'll just see what you think of that, but. He was absolutely running for his life in both of those. Like, oh, yeah. It's, and I don't think so. it's going to be another year of him doing that, I think. I, I just don't see a lot of changes that way. And I and I think he, he's just going to get banged up again. They're going to fail to execute in the play. Like, I, I just – I don't – they're not the gauntlet team that they were to – you know, basically when they went up against the Chiefs and lost in that, in that crazy overtime game. I, I don't – I think they have taken two or three steps back yeah, when and it all honestly, it starts with Brian Dabble or Dable. Yeah, like I he agree was, with that, yeah. he was one of the catalysts, and it starts with him. And he's about to have a rough year because he's got one of the toughest schedules in the league on paper. And to I, quote Trevor Lawrence, the game's not played on paper, and he's right. But like, this is it kind I of said is, it, though it kind of it is. kind of is. But like, right. I even said it with you know, um, with with the episode last week too, where I was talking about the Cowboys. I'm like the Cowboy Cowboys are just like the Jets; they're the third best team in their division. Eagles are the best. It's not even close. And as much as it pains me to say it, because I think Daniel Jones, and I will never call him by his nickname, on on any show that me and Jalen are on, we do not give you nicknames. You earn your nicknames. And Daniel Jones has not earned Danny Dimes. He's earned Danny Trips or Danny Tumbles or whatever you want to call it. (laughs) But for a dude who has not thrown more touchdowns than games played in a season throughout his entire career, I can't get behind that guy as a quarterback, but even with all those faults, they're still better than Dallas. <laughs> Man, I the only I thing know, propping up Dallas, Dallas is... is their defense, and Dak throws as many interceptions as Daniel Jones throws touchdowns and interceptions combined. But he, Dak is the Dak is what's holding that team back. I do agree with you there. I maybe I'm I'm a little bit biased in the fact that. Like I've seen, obviously being an Eagles fan, I've seen Dallas have our number so many times Mm -hmm. in the last three or four years. So every time we play them, I'm like, we could probably lose this. Like it's, it's a 50, 50 shot. And I never feel like great about it Mm -hmm. where it's like the giants. We just absolutely just, you know, destroy them pretty much annihilate them every time. So the, the only thing I, I think Dallas is far better on paper still than the giants. Um, but like you said, Dak does hold them back, but, I still think, like, 
the way I'm looking at it now is like them losing Kellen Moore to the Chargers. Like I think that's going to be playing a bigger a bigger impact than people you know think. Absolutely. So it's going to be tough, man, because the like you said, the Giants with the schedule. I know that they have like seven road games in like 10 or 11 weeks to start the year, which is mm-hmm. honestly unfair. Like I, as much as I don't like the giants, I don't want a, a schedule to be unfair. I mean, it, right. everything should be a level playing field for the most part. Uh, and the Eagles have a hell of a schedule. So obviously be going to the Super Bowl. So, and winning the division, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. I just, man, I can't put the giants yet over the Cowboys only because I, I still think the Cowboys on paper are too good um, to like, I mean, I'm they're not going to win the Super Bowl, but no, God, no, never. But I think they finished <laughs> second, or I don't know. There, there hasn't been a a back to back division winner. I forget how it's been like fifteen it's been a minutes, right? So it's been a minute. If the Eagles pull that off, I'll be a little bit surprised because just a weird trend for whatever reason has has been has gone that way. So well, if any team, if any team can do it, it's that Philly team. But let's speaking of Philly teams, can we talk about how Bryce Harper is the biggest like he he is the softest tough guy in the major leagues right now like for those who don't know uh first of all they lost the rockies which is absurd and we we could have a whole separate show on how in god's name are the tampa bay rays the best team in baseball right now as of recording this it doesn't make any fucking lick of sense that the rays (laughs) the best team in baseball and i'm not even a big baseball fan i'm the casual baseball fan but how the fuck are the Rays the best team in baseball oh their analytics like every team uses analytics in baseball and this is like moneyball 2.0 they they are they're the mat like whatever their quadratic formula is is like it's on steroids compared to everybody else i mean i i even know the yankees use analytics and they spend you know how much more money than the Rays? Two hundred plus million. Like to Jim and Brent's dismay, they use right, right, and not to call them out, but like <laughs> they're an easy target. Like they, they are the most World Series. They, in my opinion, they should compete for the World Series every year with that payroll yeah. and with their resources and everything else. But the Rays have just mastered. Like they can get a guy who's making eight hundred thousand, and we're gonna make him the best tournament. Thousand, yeah. Like it's, just, but to go back to you on Harper. Uh, I don't know exactly. Obviously, the 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 pitcher makes a comment to him, and uh, you know they're they're chirping it, they're chirping at each other and things. But which is part of the game, well, right? And and you know it's good he didn't stand down because you don't want to look like obviously a, a bitch in that situation. No, 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 no. That that's a problem with a lot of fights. Like that's how like as as someone who works in the liquor industry, like that's what I see with a lot of fights. Like it's they're bro fights. Right. For those who don't who have never seen a bro fight. No one actually wants to hit somebody, but there's so much testosterone in that moment that no one can back down. So they start getting to know each other almost. It's like, where'd you go to high school, bro? Oh, I went here, man. What about you? Oh, cool, man. Where'd you go to college? Oh, I go to college here. What about you? Like, that's what it turns into. It turns into getting to know somebody, which I mean, is fine. I don't care. But like you said, you're right. Like you don't. So for those who don't know, uh, Rocky's pitcher got out of a jam. Harper said something to him, was jawing at him, and Bird just kind of looks and just starts clapping back, which, you know, you're like, yeah, talk it up. I just got out of a jam, and, you know, you're up next, buddy. I'm like, I'll see you, ne- or I'll see you next inning. To which Harper took offense and charges out of the dugout and starts running after the Rockies pitcher, which for what? But then you can see it, like like you said, like he's looking at his friends like, hey, man, hold me back real quick. Like, I can't really back out of this, but like, hold me back. 
stop it. Right. I don't want to actually get in trouble, but stop it. Like, I need to look really cool right now. Like, it's he is the softest, <laughs> tough guy in major in the majors right now. And I don't know if there's anyone who can compete with him at that point. Well, what what was funny and, and what I can kind of get behind Harper on is he basically, and I don't have the exact quote. I was trying to get it, but he said, uh, you know, every, your, your fucking franchise sucks and all of you suck, basically. Like, do. And it's fun, that that is funny because it's like, look, at the end of the day, you guys are the Rockies and mm-hmm. it's been rocky as hell. No no pun intended. Like, no, they have been intended. bad for so long. Like, but I if the Rays can do it. Yeah, but... Uh, the Rockies can't, man, for whatever. No. I don't know what the reason is, but uh, see, but that's where, like, I, you know, the Phillies team is, like, I can understand why another team wants to kind of go at them because now they're – the Phillies have kind of turned into, like, the Yankees and, and like, the fact that they're, they're none of them are, like, homegrown players, right? So you have Harper, he was a national. You had Cassianos, he was a red. You had JT Ramuto, he was an Indian, like or a, a guardian, sorry. And and the list goes on. Trey Turner was a Dodger mm-hmm. national. Like they're they're kind of just like, all right, we're gonna take this guy, we're gonna take this guy, we're gonna take this guy. And if I'm on the Rockies, I'm kind of like, man, you know what? He's over like I'm not gonna say overpaid pricks, but like at the end of the day, it's like, hey, I got your ass out. You're making 30 million a year. I'm making two. Like, I'm fired up, and I'm gonna yeah. tell you. And, and like you said, man, it's all about testosterone and and you strike a guy out like Harper, like there's gonna be some like oh exactly. You strike he out wants a guy... to show you up, and you know, and and he wants to, you know, smack one out for 400 feet. So it's but everyone does. It, uh, like everybody wants to hit bombs. That's just how it is. Everybody wants to hit dingers. Everybody wants to you know go yard every single swing, and that's fine. But like that's the thing. Yeah, I may be 17 or whatever, but you're supposed to be one of the best hitters in the league, and I just struck you out. Like yeah, they can't all like. You know, obviously you're not going to bat a thousand and I'm not going to, you know, throw perfect games every game or every time I pitch. But like, you know, you're supposed to be better than me. And I just struck you out. Like, that's the thing, like with trash talk and like we we to go back to the last time we had you on the show, like with trash talk, as long as you can back it up, I don't care. Like there's rule, there's lines and everything. Don't bring anybody's family into it. Don't bring anybody's stuff like that. Like keep it on the field. Keep it personal stuff like like don't get too personal with it. But it's the name of the game, and if you're backing it up, you're backing it up. Like that's and they won. They I think it was four zero, wasn't it? Yeah, I I think so. I mean obviously like the Phillies go on and win the series. So at two out oh, of yeah. three, you know at the end of the day, Phillies can walk out of there like you know we did our job. We won. Whoever wins the series ultimately, I think. Of course has the bragging rights but yeah the exact quote was you're a loser fucking organization every single one of you which that that's i mean that's funny but it is like damn but where harper does get a little bit of of heat and some hate is the phillies did go to the world series and you can't put it on one guy like no i can't especially in baseball there's Embiid. so much to it <laughs> can't but, put on one guy in bead to come right. full circle <laughs> but like look at it this way man like Phillies did not win the World Series, so people are, are going to hate and be like, "Look, of course. you're a loser too. You didn't you, you you left the Nationals right before they uh, won the World Series, and then you haven't won a World Series since." So obviously, everybody has an opinion, and Twitter is a, is just a mean, vicious place. Oh, it's a cesspool. I love it. Right, <laughs> right. But he did catch some hate for that too. So I get where he's coming from, but like, how how much how what Browns does he have to, to to step on because it's like look he hasn't 
won a World Series. Like, I know the Rockies suck ass, but it's not like this guy is a five-time World Series. Phillies aren't much better either. I think the Phillies were only, like, what, they're, like, three, four games ahead of them? Uh, I know they're, like, right around 500 ball club, yeah. Yeah, so the Phillies are 20 and 20. And the Rockies are 17 and 24. So, I mean, yeah, the Phillies are sixth in the National League and the Rockies are 14th. They're still ahead of the Cardinals, which isn't saying much now that Pujols is gone. But, I mean, like, you've got – you're not – it's not like you're the Dodgers. You're not the Braves. You're not the Brewers. You're not somehow the Diamondbacks or the Pirates, which I don't know how they're – the Diamondbacks are the other shock of the season, too. They have good pitching. They they got great pitching. They really do. They got great pitching. (laughs) But, like, you're not the Dodgers. You're not the Braves. You know, you're not the Rays or the, you know, you're not the Blue Jays or anything like that. You're not the Yankees. Somehow the Red Sox are still in this. You're like, you're not the team that you think you are. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You're not the team who you think you are. Like, you're not, you're, you are 500 right now, which is a batting average is fantastic as a league record. Not so much. So, (laughs) yeah. It's we're looking at records, not batting averages. If you're batting 500, you can say whatever you want to make. But if you're, you know, your team is 20 and 20, you can't talk. It's, Especially when we're only four games behind you. <laughs> it, it, it's, I don't know. I mean, I I totally get why he said that. Like I said, the, the it would be like if the Pirates started a fight with the Braves or something, and somebody on the Braves was like, you know, you're a trash, garbage friend. Like I understand it because it's yeah, like, I get the trash talk, but like. At the end of the day, you're gonna be prepared to catch some heat too, which Harper is great at that. Like every time I see somebody in the crowds, like "Oh, Harper sucks," he'll he'll just bang one like right in the you know into the mm-hmm. seats. So I, I, he 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 thrives off that. I'm sure he said that knowing that he's gonna get mm-hmm. some flack back. So it is what it is. But um, yeah, I mean it, it's another baseball scuffle. There'll be ten. There'll be ten more before July Fourth. You know what I mean? So for sure, I think my favorite guy who would handle trash talk of all time is you remember rod beck the old relief pitcher actually i don't you're, 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 so he me, was uh... he was an old red Sox. he he was a he, he traveled around the league a lot but like as a relief pitcher like you're just sitting in the dugout and you're listening to the guys in the outfield and whenever he would get heckled or warm up or something like that everybody would always like you know here and here's the thing i feel like with a lot of baseball players no one minds being heckled for the most part as long as A, it doesn't get too personal, or B, it's creative. Like, there's this famous story about how Rod was on, uh, he was warming up in the, or warming up in the bullpen, and this guy, every throw he made was like, you suck, you suck, every time he threw a pitch. So Rod turns and goes, okay, man, so like, what's going on? Like, is my release point too high? Like, am I dropping my shoulder? <laughs> you know, is my footing off? Like, what's up? And the guy just gets, like, completely blank-faced, he goes, if I suck so much, like help me out, man. What what can I do better to improve on? The whole section starts <laughs> laughing at the guy. <laughs> it's like, Love it. If yeah. you're gonna heckle me, man, be create like do what the Yankees did, the the Bleacher Creatures did with Ichiro, where they learned Japanese to heckle Ichiro, and Ichiro was like, "That's cool as shit." <laughs> He's still yeah. not even mad. This is awesome. They learned another language to tell me I suck. Like this is great. Like I, you gotta respect it. So, I mean, that's just kind of where I'm at with it, man. But let's go ahead and wrap it up. This is just, we're supposed to be on like a 30, 40 minute show. So, I appreciate you coming on, dude. Sorry it was a little last minute, but it's good to get back into recording with you as always. So, always got to do shout outs, always got to do that fun stuff at the end of the episode. So, thank you guys for listening. If you like the show, you know what to do. Five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, whatever. If it exists, we're there. If it doesn't exist, tell me and I'll get there. Um, if you liked it, tell everyone you know. 
leave comments, all of it. If you didn't like it, this never happened. Um, if you disagree with my takes, don't take it out on the review. Just hit me up on Twitter. I'll take all the smoke. I don't mind. If I got time, I'll argue with you too. Um, but let us know. Were these good takes? Were these bad takes? Let us know where we stand. And these are all the shout outs for the show. Obviously, I want to give a sh- or the way you get shout outs in the show is if you retweet the episode, rate the episode, or you know, like the tweet or anything like that, and basically, you know, show support of the show. So as always, we usually have a pretty similar list of shout outs. We got a pretty solid community going on right now. I want to give a shout out to uh obviously Aaron, you over at uh wow, I'm drawing a blank. I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day, man. Obviously, we need a oh. shout out to Aaron over brutally on sports. Uh, Aaron, tell the people where they can find you before we get too far into this. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. No, I appreciate you letting me come on. As always, always always good chatting it up with you. You know, check us out on, on the Twitter machine, as Brent and Dave would say. It's uh, brutally honest uh, without the T. Could not get the T from Twitter. They wouldn't give it to me. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that's fine. That's fine, Elon. I'll let it slide this time. But uh, And definitely check out – we have a, a brutally honest sports podcast YouTube channel. That's the nice. whole thing. So. You'll, you'll see it. You'll see our logo. Um, not, not many followers. So we're trying to build that up, but yeah, just Twitter and YouTube really. And then obviously all the spot, the, uh, the podcast platforms that you mentioned pretty mm-hmm. much on those as well. Main, mainly Spotify and Apple, you know, that, that type of thing. So yeah, I appreciate, uh, appreciate you letting me come on and, and the same people you're going to shout out are, are the people I have to thank too. So yeah, exactly. And like I said, if you want to interact with me or anybody else who's associated with, you know, our whole podcasting thing, Look us up on Twitter, ITA Bad Take Pod, or look up TDSN Pod on Twitter. Both of those are ones that I run. So comment on one of those. I'll probably interact with you at some point. Um, want to get your shout outs. Here we go. Like I said, uh, Aaron over Brutally Honest Sports. I uh, want to give a shout out to Austin over the Wrestling World Podcast. If you like other wrestling podcasts as well, look at John for Wrestling Fan Insight. Shout out as always to Jim over at Fan of the Van Podcast. Stay tuned for Steel and Teal Talk that should be coming out in the next week or so. I uh, want to give a shout out to, as always, to Brent and Dave over 1420, the guys over the BS in Sports podcast, Nate's Daily Wager, uh, my boy Darian over at Chill Take. So I need to get on the show soon. I have forgotten about you, man. I promise we're going to get you on the show. Uh, Level the Playing Field with John and Dave, uh, the We Like Sports podcast, Sports Betting with Jake and Scott, Sports Bliss with Rob and Chris. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. So, Aaron, I appreciate you coming on as always, man. And for the people, we'll see you next time.